Just Man's the Podcast. incense or my crystals because for the past I don't know year every single time I sit down to do a coaching session or record a podcast or host a virtual event I love grabbing onto my crystals or like setting the vibe and the mood and the intention with some palo santo or some incense and while I feel very much in the mood to sit down and chat with you guys today I just wish I had like my vibing out tools. You know what I mean? I feel like that's really what, what they are for me is like it, it helps me vibe out so that I am just very present. That's why I love grounding tools, whether that's some peppermint oil or it is crystals or it is your incense, whatever it is, something that like brings you into the present moment by stimulating your senses. That is like my way of being able to get my message across and also show up best, even when I'm just sitting here for a work day. But hi guys, how are you? I hope you're doing well. Happy Friday. This is a little bit of an impromptu episode. If you guys are avid listeners of Just Man's The Podcast, you know that I release episodes every single Monday, but today's Friday and you're getting a little slice of man's. And the reason I wanted to come on here is because You might have been seeing on my Instagram that I am talking a lot about unleashing your confidence, your power, your potential, really stepping into the version of you that you are seeking. And I I sort of just wanted to come on to the podcast and talk about this more in length because every time I get on social media, I get on Instagram to talk about this, to talk about this topic There's just so much more I want to say and it can't fit into four story frames. And the last thing I want is to post like 70 million stories for you guys and then have my stories be like the little dots at the top and you guys just be clicking through like, when is this girl going to shut the fuck up? So (laughs) I figured I would come on the podcast for anybody who's actually interested in, in this topic and actually wants to hear what I have to say about it. And the reason I, I really want want to cover this topic is because it's one that's so near and dear to my heart. And truthfully, it's something that I has been very top of mind for me because I've been reflecting on my own journey, my own mission, my own purpose, and why I, I also love coaching women, my business, what I what I want to do, right? Like what do I want to do with the platform, with the the voice that I have and and really the the coaching business that I've created. What is my mission? And really what I have been reflecting on is my own story because I feel like with any coach, we get into this space, right? Because we we wish we had this type of coach that we are now when we were going through our journeys. So I was I was just doing a lot of reflecting on on my journey and I I kind of had this revelation of like, holy shit, I embarked on my wellness journey because I thought that those were the things that were going to make me feel X, Y, and Z. I thought that if I just had a consistent workout routine that I would 
be skinny or I would have abs or I would have zero body fat and that would make me feel the way that I wanted to feel. Or that if I was on this caloric deficit, eating 1500 calories a day or you know, eating super clean, only eating from the Whole Foods hot bar. Like I felt like if I did those things, then I would finally feel the way that I wanted to feel. And when I'm thinking back on that of like, what, what, okay, well, what really was it that I wanted to feel? It was joy. It was contentedness. It was purpose. It was feeling like I, I was fulfilled. And I want to just say, I think our purpose throughout this lifetime changes so many times. And I think what is fulfilling to us will also change. And at the end of the day, I still think that joy, purpose, and fulfillment are the three things that everybody wants out of this human experience. And so really what I was thinking back on was like, okay, I I did all of the wellnessy things. I figured out what what diet worked best for me. I figured out what type of movement and how consistent I needed to be in order for my body to feel its best, right? But there was still this but. There was still this, you know, I have these things, but I'm still seeking something else. I'm still seeking something more. And I remember a friend asking me not too long ago, what was the thing? What was the thing that changed it for you? That changed your quality of life, your well-being, your livelihood. What was it on your on your wellness journey? And I I literally sat there for a moment and I was like, joy. It was joy. It was learning how to infuse my life with more joy. And that was it. That was it. That was it. That was what changed me. And then from there, it was kind of like a snowball effect of all of these other things that that I found to up-level my well-being and up-level my potential. But really, the thing that that cracked it all open was learning the power of joy. And so today in this episode, I really just want to talk to you guys about why your wellness journey only takes you so far, right? It's it's a lot of like what I was just saying. I feel like so many of us go on these wellness journeys because we're we're seeking to feel something. We're seeking to feel something and we think that that is to feel skinny, to look skinny, to feel healthy, to be healthy. But really, what 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 we need to be doing is saying, well, why? Why do we want to be skinny? Why do we want to feel skinny? Why do we want to be healthy? Why do we want to look healthy? Why do we want to have abs? And at the end of the day, you'll peel the, the layers of the onion back and you'll realize it's actually not that I want to be X, Y, or Z. It's that I want to feel seen. I want to feel beautiful. I want to feel worthy. I want to feel powerful and validated. At the end of the day, and this is kind of what I'm hinting at, our wellness journeys are are like just scratching the surface of what we actually want. A lot of the time, it's like the way that people get their foot in the door of this greater self-growth experience. And so what kind of fueled all of this again for me was I 
launched my coaching business last October. So almost, yeah, it's been a little bit over a year. And I started off as a holistic health coach and I loved that, right? It was it was my passion to help people with their nutrition, with their movement and find better better ways to have a relationship with these things so that they can feel the way that they want to feel. And what I what I quickly realized was again, you know, that was also my purpose then, right? Is like my purpose at that time was to help people with their nutrition, was to help them with their movement. But what I quickly realized as my clients evolved and as I evolved was, wow, we're actually not that different. And what I'm realizing about what helped me the most on my wellness journey was not actually figuring out the food and the movement, but was figuring out the mindset and the beliefs that I have and the habits that are being fueled by these beliefs and these thoughts and the power that my mind really has on my mind or on my body and my soul and how my soul needs to be heard in order for me to really feel fulfilled and joyful, that I have an intuition, that I need to listen to it, that that is the key to unleashing my confidence, my power, and therefore seeing my potential. And so what I realized was, we're, we're not all that different. We all go on these wellness journeys. We all seek a health coach because we think that nutrition and movement are going to be the thing that, that is, is our cure-all. And then that's where the beauty is found because we realize, wow, we, we've, we have these things that we felt like we, we wanted, right? We have the nutrition, we have the movement, or even we have the job that we, we thought we wanted, right? because it, it feeds into the title. You know, a lot of, a lot of our, our wants are, are so surface level because they're coming from the ego brain. They're not coming from down deep in our intuition. They're coming from our ego brain of wanting to chase the success, wanting to chase the title, wanting to chase the looks, the appearance, the image. And that's great. It serves us for a time, right? those don't hold as much weight as our our true ones, our true soul's desire that we only hear when we quiet the noise and tap into our intuition. And so when I realized this in my own business, it kind of helped me put the pieces together of like, we are not different in, in what we actually want. Yes, we might use different verbiage and it might look a different way and it might feel a different way because we're all unique humans. But at the end of the day, we're all seeking joy, purpose, and fulfillment. That's what we're seeking. And so I want to just share with you guys a little bit more about my story in depth and how I, I feel now and sort of how I'm able to unleash this power and this, and this purpose and, and see my potential. And so I, I sort of touched on it a little bit, but I really started off by feeding into diet culture. I was yo-yo dieting constantly. I would be on this kick of going to the gym one week and then fall off completely the next week. I, from there, found that I had really poor gut health. I was battling SIBO and and this is actually so much more common than, than not these days. And you know, there's a multitude of reasons of why SIBO is is a thing these days that I could get into, but that would be a whole other podcast. But anyway, I was, I I 
was wrecking havoc on my gut by being so extreme with clean eating and then so extreme the other way. And I, I also had this like dread, this dread, this fear, this, this like unhappiness. It was like, I was, I was breathing in dread and, and lack of confidence and happiness into all of these things that I was doing, like the gym, like, uh, the way that I was eating. It, it wasn't coming from a place of, of excitement and joy. It wasn't coming from a place of what I wanted to feel. Right. And now I know better because hindsight is 2020. Right. But now what I know is if you want to feel a certain way, you have to embody that feeling right here, right now, because your body doesn't know the difference between past, present and future. So if you want to feel something, act like it. And it's not about bulldozing over your feelings and invalidating the feelings that you're already you're already sitting with. It's about acknowledging those, having compassion for those, and then seeing how you can you can embody the other feelings that you, that at the end of the day you want to feel. Because in order in order to become it, you have to embody it. And so I wasn't doing that. I wasn't doing that. I felt like, you know, I'm going to go to the gym because I'm going to punish myself for eating, you know, out all weekend with my boyfriend and drinking copious amounts of beer. That's what I felt. And I always felt that in college. And from there, I also have to mention what was going on in my mind. So like on the surface, on the physical, I was craving to be, to lose fat. I was craving to be this certain image of what society deems as worthy. I was craving to move my body more and be fit and also eat the cleanest and not eat too much, but also not eat too little. I was just craving to control the way that my body looked and felt so that I can fit into a mold of what was deemed was worthy, right? And on on the inside, on the more mental and spiritual and emotional level, I was feeling really isolated at this time. My my boyfriend and I were doing long distance, so I was feeling not only isolated in the the city and state that I was in, but also from like my closest relationship. I was feeling lonely. I felt like I couldn't really fully be present in my college around the people that I was surrounded with because my heart was somewhere else. And so I I really felt this this a kind of unwavering feeling of loneliness and isolation, even if it wasn't fully present, it was definitely still there in my subconscious. And then the other, the other aspect was my family and I were going through a hard and challenging time in our family. It, it wasn't a really beautiful time for us. We were running into conflict and, and that was also something that was really prevalent for me. So on top of feeling like I wasn't you know, healthy and beautiful in my own body. I also wasn't healthy and beautiful in my own mind. And I was unhappy. I was bloated. I was insecure. I was bitter and I was unfulfilled. And so this, this pattern that I was continuing and the thoughts that I were having, the mindset that I was living in every single day was actually reinforcing the beliefs that I had about myself that I didn't have a good relationship with with food and fitness. I didn't have a good body. I was insecure and didn't know what I wanted to do. And I 
wasn't worthy of seeing my own potential because of these things. I went to an art school and I loved creativity. It was to this day, I still say, I'm not a big, I'm not a big believer in regrets because I obviously, if you're listening to me speak, you know, or you can probably, you know, assume that I'm a big believer and everything happens for a reason and you are exactly where you're supposed to be. And there's also that ego part of me that does regret leaving this art school because I know now that if I was there now in this mindset, I would have seen my potential so much quicker and I maybe could have gotten farther along in what I wanted to do if I was there. But I also recognize that I wasn't in that place and that's okay and that's beautiful. And if I if if I stayed there, I wouldn't have had my kids and I wouldn't have been at the at the place that I am now. I probably would have never gotten to this mindset if I stayed there. So it's sort of this like catch 22, this dichotomy that you have to remind yourself constantly like yes, having regrets are a normal, you know, human experience. But are they serving you? You have to kind of like check in with your higher brain and be like, okay, I know that this is a, re- a regret of mine that I have, but like, is it is it really necessary to keep holding on to this? And so just a little tangent for you. Um, but really what I, I was going there for was I felt like I couldn't even see my potential because of all of these things, right? Because of the poor gut health, because of the yo-yo dieting, because of the inconsistent and toxic relationship I had to the gym, because of all of the things that were going on in my family, because of the long distance relationship that made me feel isolated and lonely. All of these things and the the thoughts that I were having about myself, the mindset that I was living in and the patterns that therefore became reoccurring because I wasn't getting myself out of these things were limiting my potential. I wasn't able to see it. I wasn't able to see that if I stay at this art school and I'm doing what I love, that I can have a future in X, Y, and Z. I wasn't able to see that. And I'm I'm not saying that you need to be able to see your future and see what it looks like, but I'm saying you need to be able to visualize a life that you know that you can create. And now I very much do that. I can sit down in a meditation and visualize exactly what I want my next house to look like, exactly where I want to take my business, exactly the person that I want to that I want to work with, exactly the trajectory of the next thing I want to do in my coaching business. And you have to figure out if you're a specific or non-specific manifester. And I actually don't know if I am or not. That's something that's been on my, my list of to do's to figure out for a while, actually. But I, I do know that thinking of my future in that way feels good, but it also feels easy now. And it didn't back then. I can see my potential now, but it, I couldn't back then. But I also didn't know how to advocate for the life that I wanted. And I think that's important to mention too. I think back then I didn't know how to really take take my power and turn it into the life that I wanted to change my thoughts, to change my reality. And that I think is ultimately why I went on this wellness journey is because I recognized that there there is something that's not working here. And so... 
I changed schools and I think this was actually a very wise decision that I had back then and now I, I have the the hindsight to see why I did it but I think change was my way of getting myself out of these these mindsets and I'll never forget my my dad and my brother always and I think I've mentioned this before in the podcast but they're very like they've always had one path and that's golf and that works for them. And I was always like, maybe I'll do this and then maybe I'll do that. And then maybe I'll do this. Oh, maybe I'll go here. But uh, you know what? This isn't working. So I'm going to go here. It came off very impulsive and it came off very indecisive. But really what I was doing without even noticing it was I was changing. I was causing a disruption in my patterns. I recognized that my patterns were not serving me and I did something about it. And for me, that looked like picking up and literally moving to a different state where I didn't know anybody. I couldn't have any associations to my old thought patterns. I was changing. And when I got to Boulder, where I transferred to, I did feel that shift. I did feel like things were were starting to to change for me. And I was less focused on food. I was less focused on, on the gym. And I recognized that my body was changing too. And, and I, I didn't have to try so hard anymore. And that was really empowering. But I will say, I, it wasn't, it wasn't the end all be all. It wasn't the thing that like, it wasn't the light bulb moment, right? Because I was still feeling isolated and feeling lonely. I was still feeling insecure in myself. I was still dealing with poor gut health and I was still viewing all of my wellnessy things like clean eating and fitness as punishment, as something that I just had to do to look a certain way. So while this shift and this jarring change really helped me kind of make a disruption in my old thought patterns and my behaviors, I, I didn't do the 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 mindset work to actually allow that change to last. And so once I settled in and the, you know, the wide-eyed and bushy-tailed part of me that was in a new city and a new college meeting new people kind of settled down and got into her routine, I fell back into my old ways. And so, you know, it was this year and a half, two-year long process of really, really kind of figuring out that in order to feel the way that I want to feel, I have to first ask myself, how the fuck do I want to feel? Because I know how it feels to be skinny and I still don't don't feel happy. I know how it feels to be fit and have a consistent relationship to the, to the gym and I still don't feel fulfilled. So like, what the fuck is it? What do I want to feel? And I, I really had that moment um, probably it was probably like a six month, six month period of, of deep reflection, of deep asking myself, what do I want and making choices in alignment with that? I, I remember vividly the shift. My, my roommates all went abroad. My, was it second semester of junior year? Yeah, it was second semester of junior year. All of my, my roommates went abroad and I was able for the first time in like years to hear myself, to hear and sit with and confront head first what it is that I actually want, who the fuck I am, what is my purpose, what makes me fulfilled, what do I need to do, what action do I need to take, what do I need to change. 
And I was able to. And again, it was probably like a six month process. And then from there, it was it was even longer. But it was probably this six month period of me recognizing what I wanted, doing the unlearning, figuring out what my next step was, and then actually putting it into practice. I, I remember when, when my roommates got back from abroad, I kind of stepped into my power more and I was saying no a lot more. I was saying no to things a lot more because I recognized while they were away that these things no longer serve me. And I have the confidence now to honor my my journey to finding my purpose by saying no. And that was power to me. That was honoring my power. Even though I didn't know my purpose, it was still making decisions in alignment with what that feeling was that I wanted at the end of the day. Does that make sense? I knew that I wanted to be somebody who honored their intuition every step of the way and made sure that it felt like it was in alignment with their purpose. And even though I didn't know my purpose, I still chose to embody those decisions. And therefore, I was able to say no. And I was able to take aligned action. And so really, that's kind of what was the catalyst to me stepping into my my purpose and my power and starting to see my potential was this like deep reflection period of asking myself what I want, asking myself what I see for my for my future, asking myself why I do the things that I do, why I'm behaving the way that I'm behaving, why I have these habits. So it was really... It was really this like deep unpacking period, unlearning period. It actually not even like unlearning at at the beginning. It was more of this curiosity period that led to the unpacking and then therefore led to the unlearning. And then from there, it was kind of like a tabula rasa. Like it was like a blank, blank slate. I was able to kind of like wake up a little bit and be like, oh my gosh, I get to decide. I get to choose. I get to be the advocate that I, I've for so long been wanting to be. And so I came to that point and, and then, you know, I, I got back together with my, my boyfriend and we, I, I felt joy. And then I had my babies and then I started my coaching business in the pretty naked and did all of these things that felt really in alignment with me. And now I'm at the point where I am joyful every single day. Even if I have moments of sadness or anger or fear or frustration, at the end of the day, I experience joy every single damn day. I am living my purpose every single day, whether it's by being a mom or being a a good wife or by coaching women and sharing the content that I share in my socials that's coming from my heart and my mind and my soul. And I'm seeing my potential every single damn day. I know exactly what I want out of these things. Well, right now, because again, these things will change, (laughs) but I know exactly what my potential is and it's limitless. And if you would have told me three, four years ago that I, I would be saying these things, I would be saying, you're a fucking bullshitter. How did I do that? Like how, how did I get there? That's bullshit. Because right now I feel very hopeless and I feel very, very frustrated and I feel very lonely and insecure and not powerful and not confident. How did you get there? 
And I think that's the question that so many of us have is how do I get there? And so I, that's, that's why I really wanted to one, become a coach, but also to host this masterclass that I'm, I'm hosting on November 17th at 8 PM Eastern is I want to teach you guys exactly the roadmap that you can use to then therefore do this unlearning and this unleashing of your own confidence, your own purpose, and your own potential, your own power, excuse me. And then from there, when you become more confident, when you feel powerful, and when you are able to see your potential, you can find your purpose a lot easier. And again, it's not about pushing you into this, into this, this phase of your life, this season of your life. If you're not ready to find your purpose or to quit that job or to leave that relationship or to change your mindsets and your actions, then you're not ready. But if this is resonating with you, come to the masterclass because I, I think that you'll, you'll recognize more more like of this of this feeling that yeah maybe i maybe i do want to explore this whether it's it's planting the seed in you or it's like the the last thing you needed to actually like do the thing you wanted to do i think this masterclass is going to be something that kind of moves the needle for you in your journey whether it is again planting that seed for a later time or it's that last thing that you needed to really like get confirmation of of what you've been seeking. And so in this masterclass that I, I'm going to be hosting, I, I want to teach you guys like why this fucking happens, why we feel so disconnected, why we feel so isolated, why we feel so unfulfilled and why we feel like we don't have joy or purpose or direction in our lives. I want to I want to teach you guys like why this actually happens and there are again a multitude of reasons, but I want to just just kind of give you guys an idea of like why this could have happened because I I don't think a lot of this is actually our fault. I think a lot of it has to do with more of the externalities of the world. And again, we'll get into it more in length on the masterclass, but I want to teach you guys why this happens because that piece that I was saying about having compassion for where you are now, you can't do that if you think that you're the one at fault and you're punishing yourself for that. Then therefore, then therefore, (laughs) my mind was thinking way faster than my mouth was moving. You can't, you can't change or, or really step into the power that you want. If you're blaming yourself, you can't. And like I said, the reason that all of these things that that I was doing in wellness weren't working was because I was doing them with this mindset of I needed to be punished. And so if you think that, you know, you're you're exactly where you are now because of the choices that you made and you're blaming yourself for it, you're not going to really change. You're not going to get yourself out of it. Yes, there's a piece that you need to have accountability, but I want to show you guys why we need to have compassion because a lot of this actually wasn't our fault. It wasn't our fault that we're feeling disconnected. It wasn't our fault that we're feeling constantly stressed and sick and burnt out and unfulfilled and lacking joy and depressed and anxious. It's not really a lot of our faults. And so I want to teach you guys in this masterclass why this happens, why actually this happens. And then 
from there, I want to give you guys a little bit of a roadmap on how you can actually begin to unlearn and unleash. And I think that is that is the the key right there is how can you unlearn and how can you unleash. And so again, I'm hosting a free masterclass on November 17th. It's a Thursday, okay? It's a virtual masterclass. And I want you guys to sign up. If if at any point in this episode, you were like, wow, that resonates or wow, I feel this way or wow, I've been there or you know what? I, I feel motivated. Then sign up for this masterclass. The link is going to be in the show notes. Okay. I want you to sign up. And if you can't attend live, then you can get the replay afterwards. So I will be hosting this again, November 17th at at 8 p.m. Eastern time on Thursday. And if you don't attend live, you will still be getting the replay of this afterwards. So there's no reason to not sign up because it's free. Okay. It's free and you get the replay if you can't show up live. I want you to show up live because at the end of it, I'm going to be taking questions. I'm going to be opening up the floor for a Q&A. But if you can't attend live, you can still get the replay and, and learn from it as well. But this masterclass really is like my gift to you because again, I was reflecting on like what my mission is, what my purpose is, why I want to be a coach. And at the end of the day, this is it. This is it. You know, that's why I changed my title from holistic health coach to mindset and wellness coach because, and even that, that title I feel like is going to change in the next few months. But it's really because I realized that well, that health, holistic health is just scratching the surface of like what I actually help women do. And really at the end of the day, I help women unleash their confidence and their power and see their potential. That's what I do. And so whether we start with nutrition or movement or whatever it is, at the end of it, you're going to feel more powerful. You're going to feel more confident and you're going to start seeing the potential of that feeling of that dream life that you want to live as if you're already living it now so that you can make aligned action. So if any of this resonated with you, again, go to the show notes below and click the sign up to sign up for the free masterclass or you can find it on my Instagram as well. It's in the link in my bio or it's also on my stories. I posted a story with the link there, but sign up. Sign up, sign up, sign up. If there's anything that you do today, again, if this resonated with you, sign up for the free masterclass. I, I promise you. If, if again, if it's not the like last thing you needed to like help you, help propel you into this decision that you want to make, it will be that that seed that is planted. And then, you know, in, in a few months or maybe even a few years, it'll blossom. So, Thank you guys for listening to me. Thank you for holding space for me. I feel like I, I'm i just so excited to connect with more of you. And I love coming on the podcast and doing these types of podcasts where I just sit down and I, I speak from the heart. And like, yes, I have a roadmap of what I want to talk about, but I'm, I'm able to just close my eyes and really really allow my soul to speak and to be heard. And so thank you for hearing me. Thank you for holding space for me. If any of this resonated with you, please DM me. Ask me anything in my DMs. Ask me any questions. I'm always there. And again, sign up for the free masterclass. I am so excited to see you there. Bye, guys. Falling, falling.